Welcome to the Build Up on Balls.ie in association with Labrooks. Please bet responsibly. Visit dunlui.net for further information. PJ Brown joins on the line now to chat GEA. PJ, how are you doing? Good, Mark. It's a weird day. I'm wearing jeans. I can't, You're wearing I can't jeans? Remember. I'm wearing jeans, I know. I can't, I can't remember the last time I wore jeans, but I, I am wearing jeans today. There I put go. jeans on a while ago. Um, I don't mean like a while ago this morning. I mean a few like weeks ago. And I tell you, I, I, I couldn't wait to get them back off again. Uh, <laughs> it was an uncomfortable feeling. How are you getting on with them? Uh, it, it's strange. My legs are, are quite restricted. Um, I feel like tomorrow I won't be making this mistake and I will be going back to the freedom provided by shorts. Good stuff. I don't even just go back to tracksuit bottoms. It's shorts. Oh, shorts. Shorts all the way. Who wears tracksuit bottoms? I'm wearing, one, I'm wearing a pair right now. What if, it, if it's a bit cold, a bit chilly, too cold for shorts? Mick, what sort of pant are you wearing? I'm wearing shorts, Mark. I'm wearing a, yeah, that's a, up, this, as I, I have, uh, as I have, I think every single day of the lockdown bar, maybe one or two days where jeans were unfor- an unfortunate necessity. Um, but again, like yourself, they come off as soon as I was back into the house. They, I, I wasn't through the hallway by the time they were peeled <laughs> off, you know? <laughs> Which was unfortunate because the in-laws were over one of those times. <laughs> <laughs> We might there are no jeans. Yeah, like jeans are a long lost art on the sideline of GA matches. Mm. I feel. I mean, like you don't get that anymore. You know, every manager's in a pair of tracksuit bottoms or a pair of shorts. Uh, but okay, did you spot any jeans over the weekend at GA games? I didn't. I don't. I can't remember any. I, I can't say I have. No, no, I can't. Say no, it's do. all gone to hell. You see, the GA. Uh, you know that you can't wear managers don't wear jeans and stuff anymore they've gone to like official tracksuits even at the lowest level of club all the while football has taken the professional the soccer has taken the complete opposite effect you've got the barcelona guy like a 60 year old man going around in ripped jeans on the sideline with yeah, brand new way too white runners the days of mick o'dwyer managing kerry and he'd show up on the sideline in a suit so it's kind of they've gone completely in opposite directions uh, so there you go <laughs> i i can't remember the, the last time i saw a manager in a suit I mean, I actually was watching during during the lockdown. What during one of the many uh, old games that they showed on TG Gar? I think it was a was a mid like a mid nineties Connacht final between Galway and Mayo, where the the with the doctor came onto the pitch in a suit, like a full like beige suit, like uh, proper like brown shoes and everything. <laughs> We need to bring that back. Let's get back to those days, especially now that like all these games. I'm looking through the fixtures for the weekend that uh, the GA have sent out, and it would look like nearly almost every game in the country is going to be on television or streamed some way. So like the eyes of the world could be on you here now. So you need to up your fashion game on the sidelines. Any of the management teams or doctors or physios that are listening, uh, there's so much happening. But PJ, tell us about your previous seven days. What has been your favourite standout from the previous weekend's action? Uh, well, the game of the weekend, may, maybe the game of the summer so far, Mark. Uh, I think it was Austin Stacks and Dr. Crokes on Friday night. Yeah. Thankfully, thankfully, live on TG Gar. Extra time thriller. I was, what, the nine, five, five, 37 between the two sides. A game which I won't say had absolutely everything, but nearly everything, you know, nearly ticked all the boxes. There was like two penalties, a bit of needle between Kieran Donaghy and uh, former Kerry teammate Fionn Fitzgerald. There was a controversial red card, extra time. Um, Stacks three, five points three down, three minutes into injury time, and somehow get the oh. draw. Uh, like the game looked like it was, it looked, the, the drama there at the end, at the end of uh, normal time was incredible because. 
was about what the fifty-four minute, fifty-four minutes, uh, and Crokes Crokes got got that goal like Tony Braston uh, catching the ball over his head. It, it, actually, it looked like it was a moment where um, where Crokes were kind of eating up the clock, and Shane Murphy launches this ball down to Tony Murphy, catches it over Paul Sullivan, uh, lays it off. The kind of like the real kind of unselfishness of Crokes players, like seeing uh, Brian Looney running off his shoulder and just like taps it in. Brian Looney, who like looked like he really, really hurt his shoulder in that moment, uh, had to go off injured. And in, ends up, he, he comes back on in extra time and ends up scoring some like important points for Crokes. It, like, it was an incredible game because it, the, the football was so good as well. It was like the yeah. football was, it was really attacking football. It was a, uh, what you want like for Friday night entertainment if you watch yeah, the de- football game definitely that Tony Brosnan catch I mean we should really look into him being the first uh, Irish man on the moon and we don't even need to invest in a rocket or anything because he was it was an outrageous uh, outrageous bit of fielding and then even the goal the stacks goal at the end like Donaghy albeit it was a scrappy goal or whatever but though it was great presence of mind at Donaghy I don't think it was just by accident that he literally pl- like he planted his feet right on the line just outside the small square so that it wasn't a square ball. I think that was just great positional awareness. And dare I say, the old cliche, bring it back in. That was great. That was a sign of a basketball player, you know, that kind of positional awareness yeah. that he had. <laughs> he, he was aware of where the three-point line was. Yeah. We really he, he, just he, to get he was that aware in. of not being in the key. In the key, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's another thing to say about that match though as well in that how aesthetically pleasing it was. That an amazing colour matchup. I've never actually been a fan of the Croaks colours. I don't I always think it's, I don't know, it just doesn't do it for me. But that away jersey is gorgeous. That was, and it obviously goes really well with the stacks colours, which are the same colours, you know, but that was a beautiful, beautiful um, jersey that Croaks were wearing. Like if I wasn't, if I didn't have any, if I had, if I had Clarny relatives now, I'm actually going down to Clarny in a couple of weeks. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll look for one in one of the, one of the many sports stores on the main street. <laughs> It's funny when you said another thing from that game, I knew straight away you were going to talk about the jerseys. It was just, and we have we literally haven't discussed this at all. It was just, no. that, it was the next thing on the tip of my tongue. Uh, anything else in the weekend for me? I think uh, seeing Gary Brennan in full flight uh, on RT at the weekend for Ballyhea yeah, that was, uh, it yeah. was like Jesus, Gary Brennan hurling God. Um, which was Do you know brilliant. my. My sister was over and she goes to a lot of the Clare games with me and all. And I was just like, lads, I'm just going to watch the, the like 20 minutes of this, uh, this Ballet Kilmaley game because I just, it, I haven't seen Tony Kelly hurl now since like March or something and it, or since February. And I'm getting yeah, the shakes. I need, to, I need to get my fix. And it's funny, I was. And look, I obviously really enjoy watching Tony Kelly and you're always wishing he was on more of the ball and so on and so forth. But like, yeah, like Brennan always, always has, even when they went to that run to the Munster final a few years ago always sticks out whenever you watch a Ballier game. He's like, he's, he's one of those lads that he's such a good athlete mixed with being a good hurler as well. You know, well, we were talking, I suppose, earlier, Mark, about whether he was, he would have been good enough to get on the, on the Clare Hurling team. Like, you know, obviously he was a supreme footballer, which he probably isn't as a hurler, but um, I think as, as a, such a good athlete alone and being able to hurl, I think he would have made it onto the, onto the, the panel at least, you know? Yeah. But, uh, really, really good. Yeah, they, well, a couple of other things to mention from Kerry. There was a, there was a couple of ma- kind of major upsets um, in Temple No beating Dingle in Dingle to win the, the in the, the game. This game was their first ever senior football championship game, and they won it. They beat Dingle, uh, a really good game too. It was a 
<laughs> streamed live as well. It was uh, the examiner started streaming games now from Kerry. So that was uh, in some horrid conditions where you saw the, uh, you know, you saw a lot of the cloth on the, uh, the the towel on the <laughs> on the camera. Uh, yeah, Temple Law won great scenes afterwards as well. Like it, it was it was one of those moments where. I, I know you genuinely felt it, it would have been good to have uh, to have like fans there. Um, yeah, I'd say yeah. I think actually probably the Dingle fans didn't mind not being there, <laughs> being knocked out um, by Little in the first in the first round. And two questions. Sorry, go ahead, Mark. Go, go on ahead, PJ. Uh, the, the other upset, like in, in Kerry as well, was um, St. Kieran's. Uh, beat, kind of this is in a battle of division teams. St. Kieran's beating uh, South Kerry. Like South Kerry was like the traditional, probably the most. The, the best uh, divisional side from like the last decade uh, knocked out by St. Kieran's, which is the you know, amalgamation of uh, like Castle Island Desmond's and Brosna, Cordell, Ballymac. Uh, yeah, they, they look like a really, really kind of well drilled side. And they, they've got, um, you know, remember Paul Walsh, Kerry Minor from a few years back? Oh, yeah. He's got a, he's kind of like a. The bushy red hair, kind of yeah, really that, look yeah. about him. He's turning into a fantastic player. He he looks like he's he's developed like physically, like really, really well. Um, be exciting to see see what he um what he does in the future because that actually does the character straight like Kerry Carter finds around this weekend and exactly that's, that's what he's about. That was going to be my question for you. I was going to say yeah, well, the two things was like two things I was going to ask you were uh, one, how many hours did you put in spend over the weekend streaming games or watching the streaming and watching the TV? And two, this weekend you've got St. Cairns up against East Kerry, which is their reward for the big win at the mm-hmm. weekend, and Temple Nose reward is a quarterfinal against Doctor Crooks, and you give either of them a chance? Uh no, no, uh, I, I I don't think so. I, I think that, that that'll be that'll be it for for both of them. Like. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like, Crokes already beat Temple No. They beat him in the in the Senior Club Championship a few weeks back, being pretty handily. Uh, Temple No were missing one of the most important players in Tide Morley that night. And, like, I'm sure they'll have taken a lot of confidence from beating Dingle, but, you know, I can't see him, like, beating Crokes. I think, like, Crokes might have a couple of players back as well because uh, Miguel Burns was sent off. He was sent off, actually. He was recarded in, like, against late in the game against Dax. It shouldn't have been a red card. Um, so I wonder if they'll appeal that. They might have been back. Gavin White was out injured and David Shaw was out injured for Crooks as well. So they might have those back. I'm not sure. But yeah, I, I, I think Crooks will beat them below. East Kerry, they, they absolutely hammered uh, Field Rangers uh, over the weekend. There was Field Rangers only scored three points in, in the stall. Um, so yeah, they're, they're just they're so much. They're, they were really good last year. They're even stronger this year. They, like, Best game of the best close game of the weekend in Kerry will be uh, Legion and Brendan Legion and the same Brendan's board game. So Legion, uh, James O'Donoghue's team, uh, John Lyons team, who beat Kearns O'Reilly's live on RT at the weekend. Uh, the Brendan's are division side of kind of teams around around the Chile area, and they would have it. They'd be they're pretty strong. Like they might actually be favourites for this game. They'll have like like Jack Barry and Gamer O'Connor, which is could be the like the Kerry midfield this year, yeah. a Kerry midfield of the future. So that'll be a really interesting game. And the other, like, the other game is going to be very close as well, Nick Kerry and Kemmer Shamrocks, because Kemmer might be missing Sean O'Shea. I think he went, he went Sean O'Shea, sorry, not Sean O'Shea. Uh, <laughs> he's, uh, yeah, yeah Sean, O'Shea, Sean O'Shea went off, went off injured at the weekend. So it'll be interesting that, that that'll be a good game as well, Nick Kerry and Kemmer. Nick, 
this weekend's TV fixtures. What have you got? I think um, PJ's love affair with Warford Senior Hurling Championship will be coming to an end because you've got uh, a <laughs> Gunner against Passage and TG Cahar on two at two o'clock on Sunday. But what else is coming? That's up? one of the games. Yeah, and just I just want to give you one more quick highlight actually, and then I'll get to these. Was uh, I was watching the Wexford hurling final, but I kind of turned off with about maybe 15, 20 minutes to go. I had to go and do something, but the game looked over. And then I came back in and I saw all the players standing around the pitch. And I was like, what's going on here? Has this gone to extra time? And then I realized now that it was just that uh, Chameleers were getting the cup. And I was just so confused because everywhere it's, it should only be like quarterfinal time. I couldn't get my head around that it was actually a county final and that there was something kind of on there. But uh, anyway, that was actually a good game and, and, that and game, was, yeah. was well worth a watch. Like, yeah. It kept looking like it was going to catch fire and then... They exactly, just, yeah. They just kept doing enough to keep them at arm's length. Exactly, but, yeah. They looked like they were giving it up a couple of times and then they just got goal at the right time. Like Naviana really shot themselves in the foot later on. They got back within three points and laid a horrible goal. There was like a mix-up in the fence. And yeah. I think that, that, that put um, Shamir's back up by... by by six, it was so. over then, yeah. Because they were just scored a goal, and it was to be honest, the goalkeeper just didn't come for a long ball that dropped down. And he should have come out quicker, but anyway, it could have been interesting. But look, there's we move on. Wexford, Wexford moving on to their football championship now. For all these lads back out again this week, uh, but uh, that, none of that will be on telly on Friday night. Um, this Friday night game on TG Car has been a great way of actually kicking off the weekend. As Mark was talking about earlier, there's always like an absolute load of sport on at the moment. You know, massive sport. But it's the GA games that kind of keep, you know, as PJ mentioned earlier, that's the one that's kind of catching the eye. Uh, the Tyrone Senior Football Championship quarterfinal will have a lot to do to live up to that Kerry game um, between Stacks and Croaks. It's Trillick versus Killy Clogher uh, at half seven. Um, as you were saying earlier, Mark, there's, uh, that's um, Tierney McCann versus Matty Donnelly. Yeah, Matty Donnelly's Trillick against Tierney McCann's uh, Killy Clogher. So that's the, the, Donnelly, the Donnelly McCann derby. There we go. That's on at half seven, the quarter, Tyrone quarterfinal on Friday. On to Saturday then, there's a double bill from the Mayo quarterfinals on RTE uh, on a half five. Oh, the bloody half five throw-in is always catching me out. I keep seeing the second half of the of the, of the first <laughs> games on RTE. It just feels very early. Um, but it's Ballantubber, the, the Mayo champions, uh, against Knockmore. And then a really interesting one between Balladrine and uh, Breffy at half seven. Um, again, both of those games are on RT2. And then on Sunday, we've got the Waterford Senior Championship final, as you mentioned all right, already, Bally Gunner and Passage on at 2 o'clock. PJ going to, like, it's like watching, you know, any final, really. You look forward to it all week, you can't wait for it, but there's always a tinge of sadness as well that it just won't be in your life anymore afterwards. But, you know, uh, PJ, maybe you can follow Bally Gunner through the Munster Championship whenever that happens. And then, and then, the Monaghan Senior Football Championship, which I can't believe, that's the third coverage of uh, Carver Cross Emmets and Mahara Clune at 3.45. The game's on at 2.45. That's on TG Carter. And I can't believe, Mark, that we've got to this stage of the podcast and we haven't yet talked about the Monaghan, Monaghan uh, Senior Football <laughs> Championship and the, the goings-on that we all witnessed at the weekend. Oh, it's going to be plenty of fun this again. Carmen Cross and Mark Clune both 12 to 1 on labrooks.com to win out the Monaghan Senior yeah. Championship. Barrett Clune got to the other and final last coming up for intermediate. But not a million miles away from each other either. Uh, this Can I tell you about that, that video though? Sorry, the one thing that, that stood out to me wasn't so much like uh, he just getting into fights, whatever. That's that's a normal enough thing, whatever. You wouldn't be worried about that. What I like was it's clearly obvious that half the town were pretending to go for a walk on the side of the GA pitch and just really slowly looking in. 
<laughs> so look, we're not, we don't want to laugh at like you know restrictions or anything like that or whatever. But like that was like it was so clear that there was a good hundred and fifty people there, just kind of slightly off where you'd normally be standing watching a match, let's say, but just sort of wandering slowly past the GA pitch, up and down, up and down. Definitely, definitely. PJ, what are you going? There's like one. Yeah, no, I was going to say the uh, like one of the interesting things about the the Waterford final, um, you know, uh, Belly Gunner got for seven in a row, but the last team to beat them in the final were Passage. It was seven years ago, so that that kind of makes it for like an like an like an interesting game. Um, I can't like uh, Belly Gunner. I, I think Belly Gunner are going it. They were like it was my first time really watching them at the weekend against Lismore, and they were fantastic. They 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 were like a really really slick hurling team. Defense is very strong as well. Like Barry Coxon is a, like one of the best defenders, fullbacks in the country. Like he he had, he locked down Mara Shanahan. Um, like Lismore didn't help themselves in that they just let Desi Desi Hutchinson run absolute riot. Like they he he was like he scored two seven in the first half and they put no one on him. They put no like they did nothing else to kind of change. We'll make a switch on him. We'll put two players on him. They did nothing really to try and to try and stop him and. So I don't think that like you would think that wouldn't happen against against Passage. You would like that they had better be a bit uh, a bit more savvy, a bit more kind of have a bit more nous than that. If they did, like, hopefully they make yeah, an definitely. interesting game. But like, like it's it's hard to see like Belly Gunner not winning that. But it hopefully be an interesting game. The big question is, PJ, what's going to be your next new love affair now that the Waterford Tournament Championship is coming to an end? Mark, I I think I've picked out. I'm going to go, I'm going for a short one, like 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 a little mini series, kind of limited series. I'm going to I'm jumping into the Armagh Football Championship. So this oh. weekend, this weekend they're at the semi-final stage. Uh, both 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 semi-finals live on Linwood's Armagh Television, Armagh TV, and uh, Pierce Oak against Mahari and Cross Midlen against Clevey. I'm uh, Armagh like Armagh Armagh football is. It's like one of those things that I've I've always been I've kind of like I have a passing like an interest in out from the outside. One of those things that I'd mm-hmm. you think I'd like to find out more about it, and I think now is the time. So I'm hospital nine to two on on labrooks.com to win the championship this year. So you you seem to be going from one uh, championship with a heavy favorite in it to another one. Yeah, I could probably pick a little bit better. Um, like I was going to put forward the idea. I've, I've kept forward. I've kept quiet until now. I've not really talked about it over the last few weeks, which uh, is unlike me. But PJ, have you considered the Cavan Senior Championship? <laughs> Mark, I have not. Uh, but I see here that they're all four quarterfinals are being streamed by Cavstream. So, yeah, all uh, four finals streaming this weekend. Mark, sell it to me. Why should I get into the Cavan Senior Football Championship? You shouldn't. Don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> Listen, I'd go through the last few years, right? Castle Rahan won the championship last year. Uh, There's a second year in a row winning it, but they beat Ramy United last year, Law the previous year in 2018. Castle Rahan had lost three finals in a row before that, losing to Cavan Gales, Ramy United, Kingscourt Stars. So if you count them all up, uh, they are four different winners in the last five years of the championship, plus and uh, plus crucial as well for good measure in the final as well. So they're all still in the championship. All those teams, Kingscourt would have been ranked as the outsiders of all them uh, going into the group stages where you play four games in Cavan. They've won all the four games, so they didn't play any of the big guns, but they've won them all. They have a quarterfinal against uh, Mullahorn this weekend, which you'd have to make Kingscourt strong favourites for as well, given that they finished top. Mullahorn came in at eighth, so. 
now you're looking at, and it's anybody's championship. Looking at labbrooks.com here, Castle Rahan are 11 to 4 to win it out. Chris Lawr, 3 to 1. Cavan Gale, 7 to 2. Kingscourt, 4 to 1. Ram United, 4 to 1, which is interesting because Ram United play Cavan Gales this weekend. I would have made Ram United favourites for that game. Uh, so, like, it is anybody's. Like, I, I couldn't tell you. Who is going to be in the final? Never mind who's going to win that. Uh, Kasarahan, everybody, they'd lost a few different players. Obviously, Kian Mackey uh, went to um, Molignacta in the offseason while he's played with them this, this year. So there was a kind of thing of like, oh, well, Kasarahan, they've got their two wins now. There's a bit of a lot of older players that have been there for a while that they're kind of done. But now they've come roaring back in the championship, got players back, and all of a sudden they're favourites to win it out. You've got Chris Lott, a, mass, a brilliant young team that were like they lost that final to Castle Rahan a couple of years ago but I think it was a point if memory serves right everyone's like oh this Crystal Law team there's a senior championship they could go on to dominate this championship uh, still at some point so they're back Rami United won it a few years ago came very close last year again massive massive panel they actually have another team in the in Cabinet Media Championship they are living they're the Virginia club for anyone who wouldn't know them so they've got a big pick and again they've got brilliant young players coming through and then Kingscourt Stars who are historically one of the biggest clubs in Cavan haven't been involved in the final in a few years but once they they will they're the type of team that they'll fear no one they're the team that it doesn't matter what they're like going into it they, they'll you know they'll go out with their chest out and obviously they've won the four games so far so you got to, and then you've, you've got outsiders like Gauna, Lavi, Mullahorn all capable of causing an upset on the day. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if one of them got a win, an upset win at the weekend. But there, look, I'm after telling it to you, PJ. It's all four games streaming this weekend. It's, uh, it's an it's anybody's championship. If I was to watch just one, Mark, which one should I watch? Ram United against Cavan Gales, without a doubt. Okay. That is on, like, fr- on Friday night as well, handily enough, it appears, yeah? Yeah, so there you go. Like, I mean, fuck Oh, like a double dose of Ulster football for me on Friday night, though. <laughs> Exciting times. Mick looks like he's falling asleep there, Mick. What's wrong? Are we still here? Yeah. What's, uh... okay. It is time for us to go. Any closing comments, lads? Uh, also, like, we're watching also this weekend, Tipperary Hurling Championship, which there's, there's four cracking games, like, and they're all streaming as well. Like, Kiladangan, Tumivara, Tordas, Neog, Clanaltin, Rothmore, against Lockmore, Castle and Burchley against Drummond Inch. Like, they're four cracking games. Like, it, like if we're looking for some harder this weekend, tip, tip is probably the place to go. Good stuff. Jeez, we've, there's lots to pick from. Obviously, check out on site. We'll have more details on any of the games that are on TV as well, in case you want to listen to them. But thank you very much, everybody, for listening. Lads, thanks for joining me. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, you can do so by searching The Build Up on Ball City and all good podcast apps. If you are having a bet on any of the sport this weekend, gamble, please gamble responsibly and visit on louis.net for more information. But that is it from us. Until we chat to you again, find yourself. Bye.